0: the joe pags show to talk to joe call 888-941-PAGS and now it's joe pags hey great to have you thanks a lot for stopping by there is a ton going on we appreciate you being here bottom of the hour we've got another great one for you make sure you stick around We also, we got to talk about the border because the border today is no more secure than it was before. In fact, there is an influx of people coming through, and we're going to talk a lot about that in the coming days, because at the the end of the day, what we have is a porous border as we're talking about securing Ukraine. That's just dumb. We've got Chip Roy, though, at the bottom of the hour, and Chip is a U.S. representative talking about possibly shutting down government. You're like, well, why does he want to shut down government? What what, what are we going to achieve there? And it's a it's an interesting question. And I started with because I think a lot of people want to know the answer to this. I started with this. Are you really talking about doing it? Are you just saying it because it's kind of cool to say it? And the reason why I ask that is that Republicans so often, you know, get to be Bobby badass, and they never really take that action that they're threatening. You know, I'm gonna shut down government. I'm gonna I'm gonna take on social media, I'm gonna shut down big tech, I'm gonna go after the left. Uh, and they never really do it. They talk a good game and then they get re-elected. So I ask him immediately, right up top, if that's what he's actually gonna do on a Tuesday. It's Taco Tuesday. Oh yes. Uh-huh. Hey Kerry, how you done? Yeah, men Wow. I've got my tacos my radio. Taco. Salsa, I'm ready to go. Taco, no, enchilada, no cheesy nacho. Uh huh. Taco Tuesday, the Joe Pack Show. Taco. Let's go. Uh huh. Now, me and Polo, we like the hot sauce. That's right. Joe Latoriso. Like Cause he's the boss. Bring it down. That's just dope. Her. It's actually dumb, to be, be honest nice with you. No, the other version right. is I the. What's that? Nah, the other version is dumb. Taco Tuesday. Uh-huh. It's Taco Tuesday on the Show. Uh-huh. It's Taco Tuesday on the Joe Pat Show. That's right. I'm eating tacos. Taco. All right, Paulo. what's happening? Taco. There you go. So Carrie, you're such a whiner. I should only, only play the old one because of that wine. You know, you're I'm getting that whining. probably 50 to 60% I, of the time.
1: I'm just saying, I hate the other version, but thank you for playing that one.
0: But you realize the listeners literally love it. If we got rid of that, they would be done. They'd be like, forget it.
1: I don't think they'd be done with the show. Oh, no, they would be
0: done. Done. I done.
1: doubt that. The
0: it's, whole conversation in the chat room right now is about tacos.
1: Hmm, really? Well, they love yes. the tacos, but not so much the song, I'm sure. No, they
0: love the song. They okay. Still listen One if to you the love chat. the song, two if you don't love the song. Let's go. And then we'll see what they say. Well, I'm we'll, we'll go with whatever, whatever love
1: they
0: the say. the song. Okay. All right. Yes, Polo? Polo's like making a face. I was just waiting for option three. What's option three? You don't care. <laughs> what are you talking about? The people love it. We've been doing it for so long now. It's a part of the show, it's part of the fabric. There is not a two, in there. it's all ones. Wow. Mm. Wow. 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 And then of course Cookie the Witch says three, because you can, I guess. <laughs> you know what I mean? Somebody always has to say three, seventy two. Okay, mm-hmm. it's funny. It's hilarious. You're four years old. Stop. All right, uh eight eighty eight nine four one PAGs, eight eighty eight nine four one seven two four seven joepags.com. We got we got a couple of options here, Carrie. Which one jumps out at you? I kinda I kinda wanna go with the with the border thing because we never hear about it, although the other story is pretty harrowing if it's true.
1: Mm, what do you want to go Well, with? Um, let's do the border one first, I guess. All right. Is the one I have up. What do you have? From Fox News, A large numbers of single adult illegal immigrants are being released and transported into the U.S. and Texas via a small unmarked office in a parking lot. Video caught by Fox News on Sunday shows. Fox News footage shows several federally contracted buses dropping off dozens of mostly male migrants at a parking garage in Brownsville, Texas. Black tarps were set up with a makeshift sign said border patrol drop off above it. Fox witnessed men go into a small, unmarked office, then reemerge moments later as multiple taxi cabs then showed up to collect the migrants, who were then shuttled off to nearby Harlingen Airport. There were no children or migrant families among the groups. Several of the migrants told Fox they had crossed illegally that morning, paying approximately $2,000 per person to cartel smugglers. They also said they were flying to destinations including Miami, Houston, and Atlanta. Single adults are typically being expelled via Trump-era Title 42 public health protections. The Biden administration kept Title 42 in place, but is not applying it to unaccompanied children or mostly migrant families. However, single adults have long been the easiest category of migrant to deport. In a statement to Fox News, the city of Brownsville said its Office of Emergency Management, through federal assistance from the Federal Emergency Management Agency, works to facilitate the transfer of these migrants to their final destination by allowing them to use services to contact their families, NGOs, or a taxi cab. It confirmed the parking garage served as a staging area for migrants to be given travel information to facilitate their transfer to their final destination. Migrants can also be given a health screening there, a spokesperson said.
0: Okay, let's break this down. Is it Title 42? Is that what it's called, Title 42? Yes. Title 42 says if if you're not coming over with family members and kids and everything else, you just get sent back. Goodbye. And it's not happening. The Supreme Court has upheld not only Title 42, but the stay in Mexico policy. But, but they're not following it. The Biden administration is a monarchy. They don't have to follow it. I know that you're just reading the way the story is written. I'm not calling you out on this, carry. They're not migrants. They're illegal aliens once they cross this border illegally. That's who they are. All right? It, 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 the news media, even Fox, has changed their own vernacular to make people feel better about it. Let me say it again. If you come across the border and you're not from here, you're an alien to this area. And if you do it without having proper papers or doing it legally, you're doing it illegally. You're an illegal alien. That's who you are. You're illegally an alien in this country. You're not a migrant. When I was growing up in South Florida, we had migrant workers every season. And most of them came from Mexico. They would come in and they would... they would go and go through all the citrus and take them to the, the oranges, the lemons, the grapefruit. They would go and they do the sugarcane fields. Then they'd go back home with the money that they made. There was actually legal, you know, migrant workers who came calling these people migrants is actually an insult to those who migrated legally. So they are illegal aliens who are here. They're coming here. They're single male adults, according to the story. And they're just telling people where they want to go. Hey, fly me to Miami. So, Carrie, if I if I go down to like Brownsville and come across the border, and say, "Hey, flying to Miami, I can go and see my mom."
1: No, no, because you are not an illegal immigrant.
0: Oh, so I'm here legally and I'm a citizen. It's my country, but so I don't get the benefit. Mm, right. Well, well, who's paying for these flights and these train rides and these bus rides?
1: I'm going to say taxpayers.
0: We are. So I I help to pay the illegal aliens to go anywhere they want. I pay for that, but then I can't get anything out of it for me. And and we're just supposed to accept that. And again, nobody but nobody is properly reporting on the border. I think uh, what's his name, Bill McLujan? is that his name? Something like that. The guy from Fox, is that the who wrote that? Mm.
1: Um, he is their reporter on the border. Oh, Bill Bill
0: Malujan, Okay, Shaw. yeah, yeah. This guy, Bill Malujan, he does a good job. <laughs> great hair, dude's got like Elvis hair. Like, wow, Bill. Anyway, um, he does a great job in reporting it. But they're they're also changing the vernacular. They're changing the words. To make it sound like these, hey, some migrants came across, what's the big deal? No, these are illegal aliens, and we're flying them anywhere they want to go. And these are like young men of like fighting age. It's very strange that we're just doing this. At the same time, you've got Biden, when he's not calling a reporter an SOB, uh, you've got Biden in the White House talking about how, and, and his entire administration talking about how we have to preserve the sovereignty of Ukraine. We have to protect the border, and Ukraine has the right to protect the border of Ukraine. It is so stupid. Stupid. It's actually ridiculous. And it's just gonna keep on happening unless somebody does something about it. Sam, do we have um uh Gonzalez coming on soon? Either late later this week or next week, yes. Okay, we've got uh, Tony Gonzalez is the district I think I think twenty three. Republican, great state of Texas. He's got the largest portion of the border in his district. I want to talk to him about what's going on and what it is that we're doing on a governmental level to say no more illegal migration, illegal aliens, illegal, fil- whatever you want to call people. No more, whatever whatever the term is, we have to stop them from coming through. Because as much as we have a problem with 100,000 or 150,000 Russians on the Ukrainian border, we had, what, one and a half million illegals come across last year? In America, so we had 10 times at least, if not 15 times, the number coming across, and we're just okay with that in America? The problem is, nobody's reporting it. I mean, very little reporting. We're reporting it. Malugin's reporting it. But the other networks, the other social media, they're ignoring it by and large. And there's a reason why they're ignoring it, because they, for some reason, don't want America to be its own nation state. They don't want us to be a sovereign land. Let me tell you something, that many people are coming across the border every year because we're great, because we're exceptional, and you know what, we should make them work for that right, make them work for that privilege to come here and get the American dream. You don't just hand it out like it's nothing, because it lowers the value. 888 pags 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. stay right here.
1: Don't be an A-Dub. Stay with the Joe Pack Show.
0: Great to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by. There's a ton going on. Appreciate you. A lot of people in the in the chat room now. Just go to JoePags.com and click on Watch Now. You can actually watch it like a TV show. And almost every song you're suggesting I've already done for a parody or it's a song that I've said I'm not going to do for a parody. And I'll, I'll give you a, a, a little bit of insight here. And, Carrie, you know that I keep getting this one. Uh, why can't you do China Joe? No. mm <laughs> No. I've done China Joe yeah. to China Grove by the Doobie Brothers. Um, that's done. Now, if you want to see if I've done it, you could always go to uh, Rumble. You just go to my website, JoePags.com. Scroll to the bottom. Click on Rumble. It's an R. It's a little link there. And then you'll see all of my songs. You put There's a search bar there. Put in parody. You'll see the parodies come up. I've done China Joe. Yes, I've used Garth Brooks' uh, Friends in Low Places. I did something about Joe Biden. Um, I've done several other songs that are being suggested. One that I'm not going to do, and I think that I've said this a million times, and I'll say it again. Why? I'm not going to do it. Uh, Devil Went Down to Georgia is certainly one that is appropriate because Georgia's in the spotlight all the time. Mm-hmm. They kicked out you know, um, uh, Major League Baseball, the, the All-Star Game. Uh, they also had some really strange irregularities in the voting there. So uh, you know, Biden went down to Georgia looking for a, for a vote to steal. I mean, that one, that one seems to make sense or something like that. But the song is too long, too many words, and by the end of it, it would be about five minutes long. Now, I have found when I go back and look at the old parodies that I did back in the day, they're about three and a half minutes long. They were too long.
1: Oh, they just agree. were. Yeah. Yeah. It be that pretty funny.
0: Yeah. And, you know, even if we take out the funny that you hate all my parodies, you really don't. Um, it, but if they're three and a half, four minutes long, you know, you're tired of them. I'm tired of them. The audience mm. must be tired of them. Yeah. And you, you want to hit them with it, be funny, and get out. Exactly. Like the one that Short you suggested, sweet. the one in 16 years uh, or 17 years almost that you suggested. Um, the, the, the Nene one, the cafe fan. Oh
1: yeah. That was good. And that was short, wasn't it? Like a
0: minute 10. Yeah. That's perfect. I just, I looked at it over the weekend. I'm like, holy crap. A minute 10. Mm -hmm. That's uh, that's crazy. So, and it was good. You got in, you got out and people, when I, when they say, boy, you should have done another verse. That means that I did enough.
1: It really does. Yeah. There you go.
0: So yeah, I mean if it I do devil to went to... down to Georgia, that's a that's a, a story. You got you got Johnny's the good guy, the devil's the bad guy. Johnny does his thing, the devil does his thing, and then we talk about what each of them did. I mean, you're talking 5 or 6 minutes long. I mean, how is that funny anymore?
1: It wouldn't be. Yeah, that's way too long. Way too long. For a parody.
0: I did take a screenshot of your face. From you. That's going to be the face that I put up on my, on my website, the new <laughs> Meet the Crew no. section or something. It's going to no. be great. Um, but yeah, no, I'm always open to taking ideas. Um, somebody else said, hey, why don't you put a new section on your, on, your new, on your new website where we can go through and see the songs you've used for parodies? No. <laughs> no no no. suggest that I want the website to be news and information links to the parodies and the videos and the interviews links to the to the news stories that our writers are writing links to to other stories that we think you'll be interested in ways to contact us sign up for the newsletter and listen to the podcasts I, I don't think that's asking much I just think that's you know you know what I mean uh, I, I, I I everybody wants the perfect everything for them on every website or every show it's not going to
1: happen but yeah
0: if I make you happy more than 50 percent of the time and you're a listener it's a pretty good rate, and I think that we actually do better than that. I think we do 75 or 80% of the time. So for for anywhere between 5 and 20% of the time, if you're not happy with what we're doing, we're still winning. Carrie, that's a win. Mm-hmm.
1: I'd say that's uh, true.
0: You know what I'm saying? hmm As long as they keep listening. Now they're, now they're suggesting, I, 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 and I got a DaVita. No, mm-hmm. I'm not doing that. Somebody said do Dancing Queen. Who did that, ABBA?
1: ABBA, yeah.
0: How no, the hell can I do Dancing do Queen? That. What is wrong yeah, with you? Yeah,
1: I love that song, yeah.
0: You know what I mean? Oh, mm-hmm. then I might have to do it. I didn't realize mm-hmm. that.
1: I don't know if you could do that.
0: you no. don't challenge me now, Carrie. You know what I'll do. I'll stay up all night and do a crappy <laughs> version of it you. so you can make fun of me tomorrow. Double don't dog, dare me. Stop dare you. it. Mm-hmm. Don't double dog or triple dog. All right, it's uh, 888-941-PAGS. 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. Uh, again, a couple of things here. Don't suggest parodies when you call in, and don't suggest parodies even in my webcam room. Although you guys are having fun with it, whatever, I'm not going to ban you or anything. But the way for me to see it, remember it and look back later to see it you have to go to the website joepags.com scroll down and click on contact I'm not going to remember anything you say in the chat room or if you even call up if you have it in an email I can save it look at it later when I do my parody time which is honestly I do most of these parodies at three or four o'clock in the morning and you can tell by how I sing them right Kerry I'll help you out with that one Mm -hmm. wow you know, people wanted wanted more verses on your stupid Bon Jovi song. Keep no, it up, and I'll do that. No, I'll go back and add verses to that one.
1: Do not, no, that needs to be in the vault, locked up.
0: Okay, never I've heard. I talked about this. Again. I talked about this a lot, and and I just want to get this news story out there. I don't know that we'll have any time for any any calls or anything, but I've talked about this a lot. If you continue to tell people, children, you know, anywhere from preschool through fifth grade, that it's completely normal and regular and usual for people to be gay or for people to be trans, like you can just decide whatever whatever gender you want to be, if you tell them that, they'll believe you because you're the authority, and it might make them think, well, maybe I am, and maybe I should. And there's actually, is this a lawsuit, Carrie, in New York where some mother is saying yes. that's exactly what happened to her kid?
1: Uh, yeah, in California from the New York Post. In. A California mother said her daughter's teachers are predatory and disgusting after she filed a lawsuit against them and school district officials that alleged two teachers brainwashed her preteen to secretly change her gender. Jessica Conan filed a suit last week against teachers Lori caldera Kelly Baraki and the Spreckles Union School District for allegedly manip- manipulating her seventh grade daughter to change her gender identity under the guise of the district's parental secret policy where teachers could counsel students about their gender confusion and assert a new gender identity without notifying parents. In one of her shocking claims, Conan said the two teachers actively sought out students who they thought were struggling with their identities and invited them to the school's Equality Club. According to the suit at the Equality Club meetings, Ms. Caldiera and Ms. Baraki would coach students on LGBT plus identities, such as homosexuality, bisexuality, transgenderism, gender nonconformity, etc., and how to express those identities. Ms. Caldera and Ms. Baraki would instruct students to research a particular topic and then have follow-up discussions with a student about that research. Sometimes, Caldera and Baraki would introduce and push LGBT plus identities on students that the students resisted. The lawsuit also claims the two teachers tried to hide the students' participation in the club by not keeping track of attendance at the club meetings, which were usually held during lunch. Conan is suing for infliction of emotional distress negligence, civil conspiracy, and violating her federal and constitutional statutory rights to direct her daughter's upbringing by manipulating the preteen to believe she was transgender.
0: Okay, just very quickly, we don't have a ton of time. I'll, I'll do about a minute on this. Thank you, Carrie. Um, it used to be that if the boy or girl felt they were in the wrong body, and felt they were the opposite gender, then we would spend time with them, try to figure it out, and then we have to accept the fact that some a very tiny, minute number of people, fraction of the, of the population feels this way. We went from that to, even if you're not showing any signs, and have never questioned your gender or biological sex, we should now teach you about it, push it up uh, upon you, and according to this mother, try to force your, the child to think he or she is the opposite gender. Think about that, how it's changed. This is why when you let the toe into the into the tent, the rest is coming right on in. When you start saying, yeah, it's okay to, to accept that a four-year-old really thinks that he's a girl, and let's treat the four-year-old that way, you're now telling society anybody at any time can change their gender. In fact, let's teach people how to do it. That's a sea change, and this is why people like me we're so steadfast in how we felt about this a long time ago. Keep it here. Chip Roy coming up, the Joe Pag Show. This is the Joe Pag Show. Great to have you along for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Always glad to have back District 21 Republican the great state of Texas. It's Chip Roy. Chip, how are you? I'm
2: doing great, Joe. I appreciate uh, being on as always. I'm in one of the great restaurants, and I'm always trying to support here in Southwest Austin.
0: And I'm happy to be on. Okay, it sounds like a great atmosphere. You should have invited me there. We could have done the interview uh, in person next time. All right. Next time. Next time <laughs> we'll do it. <laughs> we'll have to do that. All right. So I got this um, uh, this message from you, tweet that um, that you're saying Republicans are considering shutting down the government over vaccine mandates. And I'm going to be straightforward with you, Chip. You and I like each other. We, we're friends. Um, you're my you're actually my representative where I live. Yep. Um, and, and I think that you're doing great work. I am sick and tired of Republicans saying they're going to shut down government for every reason, and they and they never do it. I know that you want to. I, I think I believe you, but do you have anywhere near the support you would need to actually take a stand, dig your your boots in, and say we're not going to waver on this? Enough is enough. Freedom and liberty is important enough.
2: Yeah. Well, look, Joe. First of all, um, we won't know until we try. Uh, people ask me, you know, what's your end game here? What's your end strategy? Well, my end game is to say answer a simple question: Should I vote to fund government? That is forcing mandates on, on doctors who are having to shut down and not be in the profession or businesses or you know federal contracts or you know university professors or whatever and my answer is no i should not do that i should not vote to fund government to then force mandates on people so that's the position i'm taking and my position is i'm trying to basically tell my republican colleagues they should do the same now let's remember only one Republican in the House voted to fund government in December over this issue, right? Over the, uh, among other issues, right? Yeah. We have other problems with the funding bill. But there were 19 Republican senators who voted to fund the government in December. My point is we need 10 of those to hold the line and the rest of them to hold the line and say, you know what? The Supreme Court did it right on OSHA, but they got CMS wrong. And I want our health professionals, I want our military members of the military not to be facing discharge because they don't believe that they should get a vaccine mandate. And by the way, even the CDC now says that natural immunity is at least stronger stronger than vaccination immunity. So we should not be firing these people. We should reopen up, and, and, and we should not fund a government that is enforcing mandates on the people.
0: I want to get into more more of the, uh, on that in, in a second about the actual what the CDC is saying, because they change every day. But let's yeah. get back into what you, something that you mentioned. It's uh, Chip Roy, District 21, Republican, great state of Texas. I don't know why Kavanaugh switches and goes with John Roberts to the other side. It doesn't yeah. make any sense to punish health care workers who are willing to put their lives on the line. They have since day one. When it comes to coronavirus, they've been putting their lives on the line. They're on the front lines to tell them you cannot now um, go and do something that you have sworn to do as your profession to not cause any harm to help, and to help other people. We're not going to let you do that if you don't take a shot that we mandate that's experimental. The Nuremberg, uh, the Nuremberg codes alone would say you can't force people to take it. We don't really know what, uh, what's in it, what the, what the adverse effects are. If you go to the Vera system that the CDC and FDA run chip, they now tell us that's not reliable. Don't, don't rely on that. But even the CDC, on top of saying natural immunity is just as good, if not better, the CDC also admits now that myocarditis is a side effect of these shots. So men, males 30 years and younger, should not be taking it. So why would we ever have a Supreme Court justice that you and I fought hard to get on there, Kavanaugh, why would he ever switch to the other side? I have no idea why he did this.
2: Well, let's remember back a couple of years ago when the Kavanaugh fight was going on, some of us were pointing out publicly that while we thought he was being unfairly pilloried, that he may not be as strong and solid as some people were banking on. Okay. But now, with some fast forward, he and Roberts obviously went to the wrong side on this. I agreed with, uh, and not surprisingly, with uh, Clarence Thomas and with Alito and, and Gorsuch and, and, uh, and Barrett. But you know, I they got it right. But I think what they were doing was hiding behind, well, this is different. This is a spending hook thing, so the federal government can, you know, they can decide whether or not they want to enforce this on, you know, all of these private practitioners. I disagree. I think that is a stretch of the spending clause. I think uh, Clarence Thomas and those guys, I think their opinion was correct. But more importantly now, you know, this is the problem with Republicans. They say, fine, I'm going to punt the responsibility to defend freedom or to defend the Constitution to the Supreme Court. Don't do that. Stand up and use the power of the purse. We have Article One. We're Congress. We fund the government. We should choose what to fund. Why are we funding the FBI to go after parents? Why are we funding a border, uh, a DHS that refuses to secure the border? Why are we funding, in this case, vaccine mandates? I could go on and on. Yeah. We should stop doing that. I'm picking a fight on the vaccine mandates because people are losing their livelihoods and people are getting hurt because of an authoritarian, tyrannical worldview that is unfortunately undermining the health, safety, well-being of American people.
0: District 21, of the great state of Texas, it's Chip Roy. Chip, you know what's going to happen immediately, and it's probably already started happening today. Chip Roy doesn't care about people's health care. Chip Roy doesn't care about people who, in the military who do, who need their paycheck. Chip Roy doesn't yeah. care about the two and a half, three million people who work in government who will not get their paychecks now. Chip Roy hates children. Chip Roy hates pets. Chip Roy hates goldfish. So you're going to be the hater of all things, Chip, because you dare say we shouldn't give billions of dollars or trillions of dollars in funding to the government uh, because you're you're, you're taking a stand on mandates now you're an anti-vaxxer too you're also a yep. nutjob. job so how do you respond to that and how do you stay firm knowing those well, attacks are coming from everybody
2: well sure i mean number one my public position is i'm not going to tell anybody whether i'm vaccinated because it's none of your daggone business right number two my 79 year old polio stricken father is vaccinated because it made a lot of sense for him to be vaccinated right number three I've had those charges leveled against me forever, and, and I've had them leveled against me forever more. When I was running against Wendy Davis, they literally ran ads, mailers, saying that I hate puppies. Literally. I'm not making that up. <laughs> That's they, ridiculous. You know, in December, I voted against an ALS funding bill that was $100 million a year for five years. Do you think I don't want to find ways to cure ALS? Of course I've you seen do. my friends and people that I love dying from that awful disease, but that was not offset. We've got to stop spending money we don't have right. because we're not making choices and we're destroying our country with blank checks that we can't cash. So I'm going to keep beating that wrong. And I have no problem. These people want to come after me on Vax mandates. The science is with us. It is 100% clear that they do nothing to stop transmission that they are now waning even in their effectiveness to stop us from getting hurt because the Omicron isn't actually that deadly. Right. This virus is going to burn out by March. The mandates are completely unnecessary, and I'll fight that argument anywhere anybody wants to debate me anytime, and they can say that I hate people. They're wrong.
0: Well, Uh, well, Chip, that's the the problem. They don't want to debate you. They don't want to debate me because we have science and information and fact on our sides. Keep keep in mind, I've had Dr. Uh, Malone on my show a couple of times. Dr. Robert Malone is the inventor of uh, mRNA technology. He's the patent holder. He's not a guy who's making it up. Every time I have him on, Twitter calls it mis- or (laughs) disinformation that he didn't invent it when, when he did. He's the guy who literally invented this technology. He is saying we should not be forcing mandates. In fact, he called it obscene if we're forcing people to, to to get the shot that he invented. And now we've got Fauci coming out saying, hey, we should probably get a booster every year right after he said it. The CEO of Pfizer said, hey, you should probably get a booster of our shot every year, which means billions of more dollars for Pfizer. Pfizer has eightfold increased its profits. Thirty six billion dollars in one calendar year is what they're making. This is big pharma making big bank and we're ignoring technology and science. So so a long way around to, to getting to this. What can you do about social media flagging people like Joe Rogan or me or you as disinformation or fact checking us when they're wrong? In fact, they just had Kash Patel on and they're fact checking him about yeah. sending troops uh, you know, before January 6th uh, from, uh, to the Capitol. He's got the actual documentation from the seniority list from the hierarchy saying that this was offered and Twitter keeps calling it disinformation that there's no evidence that it happened. So again, long, long way in, how do we stop the lies from big media, big tech, uh, big big, uh, um, sports, big Hollywood, big academia, they are lying to the American public to make you look bad, me look bad, Malone look bad, Cash look bad, when we're right and they're wrong. How do we stop it?
2: Well, well, first of all, we do what we're doing right now. We don't back down. We don't give in. We keep speaking the truth as we understand it and we know it. Look, science is for debate, okay? It is a reasonable debate as to whether some Americans should have the, the, the vaccine or other Americans choose not to take it. What, in my opinion, is not up for debate is that it should be mandatory. And so we can get out and we can tell the truth about what we think with a myocardial issue, with the, whether or not it, it you know, stops the transmission of the virus. But at the end of the day, we keep speaking the truth. And look, as mad as we are, remember 20 years ago, 30 years ago, look, we only had Brokaw, Jennings, Rather.
0: Right? That was it, yeah.
2: Now, now we've got 10, 20, 30, 50 channels. Some of it's believable, some of it's not. We go through and we put it out there. You're out there every day. And you're out there pushing the truth and people hear you. I think we need to have a real conversation about 230 and liability. I think we have a real conversation about antitrust and the size and scope of some of these companies. They're awfully big because the information age came upon us. They made a bunch of money and now they got a lot of power. Google, Amazon, Apple, uh, Facebook, Twitter, they all have a lot of power. So let's look at it but let's be smart about it. I don't want to go empower a bunch of bureaucrats to go ripping through our capitalistic system. But if Congress decides we might need to break someone up or try to infuse a little competition, maybe we should. But at the end of the day, the biggest thing that we win with is truth. Never give in on the truth. Go to your school boards, tell the truth. Go to your neighbors, tell the truth. Go to your church groups, tell the truth. Don't back down. I have a friend of mine whose private school right now is continuing all the mask mandates. I'm telling them, Go fight it. You're paying thousands of dollars for this pleasure. You know, there's always this reticence, this fear. Well, we'll be ostracized and we won't be able to, you know, play in sports. or they'll, You know what? Look, our, we, we always applaud that our grandfathers took bullets at Normandy or right. the founders were willing to sign their death warrant. You can't go challenge a school board or a ritzy private school board. Come on. Like, go fight. Go tell the truth and then have a debate with people.
0: Uh, It makes perfect sense, Chip. The problem is that uh, we'll reach a few million people today with this interview, which is awesome but uh, then you've got a few billion that are going to see something completely different on social media and it's hard to combat that. I'm not for getting rid of the First Amendment right of these social media so-called platforms, although they're not really platforms, they're publishers. What I do have a problem with is now the government, Biden's government, saying social media should work with us and in fact they did. When Marjorie Taylor Greene was stripped of her right to be on Twitter, the next day Facebook did the same thing and uh, lo and behold, a month and a half earlier, Saki said, if you're banned from one social media site, the other site should 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 ban you too. I think social media right now, with this administration, is working as an arm of the government, and if they are, now we do have a First Amendment rights issue.
2: Yeah, look, I think this this is all part of the conversation we need to be having about the power of these entities to control information. I just want to remind all the listeners that when it was ABC, CBS and NBC controlling everything, and the New York Times and a handful of papers, that we had to battle that then. My dad used to cuss up and down Sam Donaldson or Helen, uh, what's her name, for the Washington Post, right. or, you know, uh, Rather or Jennings. But Dan Rather is a commie leftist. He is. Okay? It happens to be a Texan. But look, so we were letting them filter all of our news. I mean, how many of your parents and grandparents just sat around the TV and saying, well, Dan Rather said it was so. Right. So we've been having this battle for a long time. The truth will always set us free if we go out there and fight and do what we need to do to make sure people know. I'm with you though, to be clear, House Judiciary Committee, Jim Jordan, we're gonna have hearings. And we're going to blow into this stuff, and we're going to have a conversation about the power of these big tech companies, I promise you.
0: One last question for District 21 Republican the great state of Texas, Chip Roy. And the question is about mandates again. The advice that I've given, and I'm not a lawyer, although I want to be, yeah. um, but but you're a great lawyer, and you understand constitutional law. When people call me or email me or contact me some way, and they say, listen— You've been telling us to let them fire us, don't quit, don't get the shot if you don't want to get the shot, and that really is my advice. If your doctor doesn't say get the shot and you don't feel good about it and you're not giving informed consent, then you shouldn't be forced to get it to keep your paycheck. I have told people let them fire you if you're already working there and they try to change the rules midway. Now, if they want to put out a one ad that says we're hiring line cooks, you've got to prove vaccination, they can do that. But if I already work there... I say let them fire you, and then you've got a case in court. Do you agree?
1: Yeah,
2: I think that's generally right. I mean, especially now where we've got the OSHA rules uh, you know, changed with the court, so they can't really hide behind that. Right. And I think people need to push back and fight on this. I mean, look, they're, they, they've got rights, too, um, and, and especially under state uh, law, uh, the ability to, to go challenge that and be fired you know, for improper reasons. But, you know, look, bottom line, and the more important point is, band together and do the right thing. Right? You know, and that, you know, if you hold the line and you say, look, I'm, I'm, I'm going to keep staying here, you're going to have to fire me, make them eat that, make them own that. Yep. Right? I, you know, most of the owners I know, the restaurant I'm at right now, other places, they want to stand with their employees. Most small businesses do. Um, but a lot of these big companies gave in. This is why I was so adamant about fighting Southwest Airlines. Right. I went after them hard because they're supposed to be the little rebellious airline to stand up for their, their, their employees. We love our employees, LUV. And I said, look, guys, if you're going to do this, stand up and fight for them. Don't don't give in to the government. Well, we've got federal contracts. Well, suck it up, man. You know what? This country is built on people willing to challenge the status quo. And I'm tired of corporate cronies that are getting enriched on the back of the taxpayer who are then sticking it to the little guy. And they're having to, you know, put the bill.
0: Well, I listen. I appreciate you sticking to what you believe in, sticking to your guns, figuratively. Yep. Can't say gun or else we'll be in trouble. Uh, it's I'll Chip say Roy. Guns. <laughs> well, I, I say it all the time. District yep. 21 Republican, great state of Texas. Chip, keep us updated on this. I want to see what yep. Republicans join you in this fight and which ones don't. Which will be very telling heading into the midterms. I appreciate yep. you, brother. Have a great day. Thanks for coming on.
2: God bless you, Joe. All
0: right, man. We're back after this. Stay right here. Appreciate you stopping by. We're certainly glad the District 21 Republican in the great state of Texas, Chip Roy, stopped by. The reason why I asked him that up front is because she hears so often from people, oh, let's shut down the government. We're going to shut it down. And then nothing really ever happens. I think that Chip would, if he could, you're going to need more Republicans on his side to say we're not going to keep on going on with this overwhelming spending if you're going to keep on mandating that people get vaccinations or shots or whatever the hell we're calling them today. And I think he's a man of his word. If he can do it, he will. The problem is you've got a bunch of turncoat Republicans who don't end up doing what they say they'll do when they run for election. So keep that in mind. But that's the reason why I went there. Let me uh, tell you about Omaha Steaks. Omaha Steaks is just great. Omaha Steaks, you know, you, you put them on the grill. Even in the wintertime, if it's warm enough to get out there to start the grill up, you're still going to want to throw some Omaha Steaks on there. They're incredibly delicious every time. They're guaranteed. Their consistency is amazing. For over 100 years now, this family's been getting it done for you. Go right now to the website, omahasteaks.com, put in keyword PAGS, P-A-G-S, and click on search, and you're going to get a great deal when you do that. You're going to save over 50%, plus get four lean pork chops, four extra juicy chicken breasts free with your order. Every order is backed by their 100% satisfaction guarantee and delivered safely to your, door, to your doorstep for a limited time. Omaha Steaks is also offering a special game day package for you to share and enjoy. Visit omahasteaks.com keyword pags pags to take advantage of these exclusive offers. There's no there's a, a a great reason why Omaha Steaks been has been so popular for so for so long. Family owned and operated since 1917. I don't know how you can argue against their success. They must be great to be around for more than 100 years. omahastakes.com keyword PAGS, P-A-G-S, make that happen right now. Save a bunch of time right now. It really is for me very simple when it comes to holding um, a politician's feet to the fire. It's very simple for me because when politicians come on my show and make promises and then don't do it, and Carrie, you've heard this. You know that I've, I've asked these people, why do you keep saying that and not do it?
1: Mm, you have, yeah.
0: In 2010, give us the, the house end. and we'll, we'll fix it. They didn't. 2014 give us the Senate. We did. We'll fix it. They didn't. You know what I mean? And I always ask them, "Why do you keep saying that if you're not going to do it?" Obviously, Chip I'm is the kind of guy it. that I think Chip w- is the kind of guy that would do it if he could. But he's just one person out of 435. But that, I think that might be the issue. All right, uh, do me a favor. Stop by the new website, JoePags.com. J-o-e-p-a-g-s.com. Scroll down to the bottom. Sign up for your social media. Contact me. You can send me an email or sign up for the newsletter, Pop Culture Rep. <laughs> All right, Polo, what's happening, brother?
2: So I know you used to be a big baseball fan. Um, I don't know if you had heard today what happened, um, but David Ortiz got voted into the Hall of Fame. However, However, four major players, this was their last, I guess, real opportunity to get voted in. Barry Bonds, Roger Clemens, Kirk Schilling, and Sammy Sosa. None of them made it.
0: I understand three of the four. What, why not chilling because of his politics? Probably. Uh, they, they the other ones were all substance you guys.
2: Right. And, and it, some of them got closed, I think, last year. But you have to get, I think, at
0: least 75% to get in. And uh, Wow. Dead. I don't know, man. That, that's a debate we have to have sometimes. I don't get it. If you did it on the field, then you should be in the Hall of Fame. That's Folo, That's Kerry. That's Sam. I'm Joe. We'll see you tomorrow. Have a great night. Bye.
1: This is the Joe Pegg Show. Yeah.